Hey, how you doing? Happy uh, end of June. Is that a thing you wish to people? I've done it. It's a thing now. This is Bad Calls. I'm Ed Gallo. I did that out of order. I got good energy for this episode. I can feel it. Uh, but Bad Calls is a show where I review contentious decisions uh, throughout MMA history and score them accurately as they go. And we can figure out if they are good decisions or bad decisions, robberies, or just, you know, close fights that went the wrong way, things like that. Uh, I've done a bunch of fights so far. You can check those out. Uh, audio, all plat- podcast platforms. It's the Fight Site Podcast Network. Otherwise, uh, everything is categorized in our on our Patreon account. Uh, so if you go $3 minimum to get on to our Patreon account for all of our exclusive content, there should be a subsection for bad calls. You can see all those. Uh, you can also find like our alternate commentaries, resume review, other series that we do, and other sports. So uh, we have different categorizations for you know wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out the content we have on Patreon. There is a lot of it, and I think you will enjoy what you find there. This week's episode... <laughs> okay, so before I tell you what the fight is, it's because of the card this week, Okay. Uh, headlining this week's UFC card, uh, it's uh, Cyril Gunn versus Alexander Volkov. There are some fighters in that card that are interesting, but not too many of them have uh, been involved in contentious decisions. But uh, Alexander Volkov has. So I'm going to watch a fight from Alexander Volkov now. Uh, I am known to not really appreciate the heavyweights in MMA too much. I think Alexander Volkov has become a watchable, interesting fighter uh, for heavyweight. Um, I do not mind him when it comes to his, you know, him versus his contemporaries. Uh, he's always done some some cool combination uh, kicking and stuff like that. Uh, just uh, unique things from karate that you don't normally see at that weight. But uh, yeah, I don't love him. But, you know, he's all right now. He's gotten better. He's also put on some size and it's helping him sit down on his punches and, and be more of a hitter. And, uh, you know, just being more effective with, with his uh, strategies instead of, you know, useless voluming people on the outside. He's been getting better at that. So don't mind him. Uh, but it is very funny that in his UFC debut, he fought Tim Johnson. If you don't know who Tim Johnson is, he's not. <laughs> he, he sounds quite unremarkable because of his name. And then if you look at him, you're like, wow, you sh- you shouldn't lose to a, to a guy like this. Um, he's actually not too bad. I think he's actually a wrestler. Um, but he, he's had like a 500 UFC career. Uh, he beat guys like uh, Shamil Abdurakimov. He beat Martian Tibera. Uh, he beat Daniel Omilanchuk. Um, Those are all guys that are like pretty decent for heavyweight. He beat them. And then, now of course, he, he you know had the loss. I'm putting in air quotes, loss to Volkov, you know, Jared Rochelle, uh, some other guys. But, you know. He was all right. He's currently on a three-fight win streak in Bellator, which is pretty funny. So, you know, shout-out Tim Johnson, become Bellator champion. Uh, Alexander Volkov was Bellator champion. He didn't beat anybody of note at that time, and then he lost the belt to Vitaly Minikov. Uh, went on a little bit of win streak, beat Blagoy Ivanov, which is pretty good, and lost to Tony Johnson, different guy, worse fighter, uh, and lost to Czech Congo, which is pretty much unacceptable uh, post a certain year, and that was 2015. Definitely unacceptable. Then he went on a long winning streak again, uh, and that was his UFC debut uh, lead-in. So, yeah, first fight in the UFC, Tim Johnson. 
Uh, this was 2016. And uh, yeah, we're going to watch the fight. Alexander Volkov versus Tim Johnson. And I don't remember much about this fight, but pretty much everyone that talks about it in my circles says it was just an egregious robbery. So we're going to find out. Uh, if you're wondering about scoring and judging, typically MMA judges do not score fights correctly. Why that is, uh, I've had some guesses as to why. But if you really want an in-depth explanation of how fights should be scored and where we think they're going wrong with the criteria, there's a video on our YouTube channel, uh, the Fight Site, Pres Fight Site Presents. It's our secondary channel. Uh, there's a video you'll see. It's my face, and it's talking about scoring and judging an MMA and how to do that properly. Uh, you'll also find that on our uh, podcast platform somewhere, but uh, that's probably the easier way to find it. So check that out if you want that explanation. I can't do that explanation every podcast. That would be a lot of work, obviously. But yeah, if there's uh, things that are relevant during the fight, I'll bring those up, but I won't get too crazy with it. All right, but I think just based on the nature of this fight being a robbery, uh, it might even just be totally obvious and you don't really need to dig into the criteria too much. All right, so if you are listening on a podcast platform, you're going to need the timestamp to follow along with me to watch this fight at the same time. If you're on video on Patreon, you're good. You got it. Um, but what I'll do is I'll tell you where we're at in the video. Uh, so you go to Fight Pass. If you're not watching on Fight Pass, you're screwed. Now, it'll sync up the same way. You're going to have to figure it out based on uh, clock time. When the round starts, I'll tell you that. But after that, you're on your own. Uh, but yeah, if you're on Fight Pass, 6.35 is the beginning of the fight. That's where I'm at. I'm paused. So I'm going to say 3, 2, 1, go. No, I'm go. We'll all hit on pause. We'll hit play. And we'll watch at the same time. So we're going to do that now. Ready? 3, 2, 1, go. Okay, I will attempt to analyze the fight as well, but I might just be counting strikes, honestly, if it's if it's close, but we'll see. So Volkov pressuring Johnson, no scoring actions have taken place so far. They're hand fighting from open stance, and Johnson lands a two-punch combination and slips out back to center. That was pretty nice. Oh, big intercepting knee from Volkov. And another one lands on the arms. So close thus far. Uh, a little slip there from Johnson. Might have landed a little counter, not, nothing significant. See how this goes. Interesting dynamic in the first 30 seconds. A oh, nice uh, straight lead in from Volkov that lands and Johnson ducked under that one, ate a knee off the collar tie. I'd probably have Volkov up by a little bit now. We're about even. Uh, Johnson, I think, gets a jab through and avoids the follow up, but nothing really scores. So, what I'm doing right now is judging. Strikes by impact. I think the uh, follow-up strike off the knee landed there, and oh, there's a lot that landed for Volkov, and he's got a uh, he's got Johnson hurt and backing up against the cage. Uh, so you judge by impact. So how damaging a strike looks and how their opponent reacts to it. That's how you judge impact. Um, so even if strikes are even, then you go by the weight of the impact of everything together. Um, Volkov obviously ahead at this point, working a single, which. Uh, is an idea <laughs> going outside trip finish on that run the pipe and Johnson sat through to a switch and that allowed him some space to get up and he's eating punches here. So he's uh he's down pretty big in this round so far. Johnson going Kimura trap from the back. Knee in the legs comfortably up um, a 10, eight is in 
the cards right now. Uh, so 10-8 doesn't have to be. They almost finished them. The 10-8 is all the... Oh, huge knockdown from Johnson. It's got him hurt. They're at least even at this point. Uh, Lend some follow-ups there over the guard. Let's see what he can do on top here. So being on top doesn't automatically score, but it puts you in a position to land scoring strikes. He's doing it here. Those are fairly heavy, the ones that landed. If the round ended right now, I would have a hard time scoring it, to be honest. But we have half the round left. So definitely no 10-8 for Volkov. <laughs> He's not doing anything to score off of his back. Like submission attempts off your back, don't score. Oh, there's some heavy shots there from Johnson on top. You have to actually do some sort of damage or, or, or seriously threaten them with the submission attempt for it to be a scoring maneuver. But striking almost always scores if, if it lands. So you can say that it skews toward, toward striking. There was another heavy hook uh, from stack position there. Scoring does skew towards striking, and that's just how it is because the goal of a fight is to damage, and strikes are more damaging than submissions. A submission is inherently rewarding because you finish the fight if you get it. If you get close to getting it, it counts. But if you don't get close to getting it, it's the same as missing a strike or getting a strike blocked. Um, it's pretty straightforward to me. Volkov, uh, open guard off his back and just kind of trying to tie him up, underhooking on bottom, trying to control wrists a little bit. I don't know if he totally knows what he wants to do. Johnson's uh, smacking him up a lot on bottom right now, and he's been able to stack again. Yep, there he goes. Going hips in, going to try to pass here. He's pushing out on that right leg. Try to pin that down, maybe. Now he's just uh, going forearm in the face. He really wants to land an elbow there. He can straighten out his arm, go post, and then bring it down into an elbow. I think Tito Ortiz was one of the first guys to do that. It's one of my favorite ground and pound techniques. Johnson stacking again, gets another shot through. So he's very clearly up at this point. Now he's passing, looking to pass the guard, pushing the, the legs down. But uh, Volkov's butts against the case. There's not a lot of room to flatten him out or get behind him. Yeah, Volkov doing some little punches under under the arms. Um, they score a little bit, but not even close to the same way that a, a heavy strike from the top would. Not inherently because he's on bottom, it's just clearly not as powerful. Johnson in on double now with Volkov standing, and Volkov's tall, so if he gets his base wide, it should be difficult to finish that. He landed some elbows there off the, the double leg attempt of the score, and really heavy shot from Johnson on the break, and Volkov uh, clinches him up. Johnson uses his over his underhook rather to uh, turn Volkov back towards the cage at the end. And Volkov got a little bit of offense off there, but I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Johnson won that round 10-9. Uh, Volkov had a pretty solid edge uh, beforehand, but that huge shot dropped him. Uh, and we're talking about impact, right? The more impactful the strike, the more it weighs. And there's not much more impactful than getting clean dropped with a, with a power shot. Um, he, he was getting pretty hard. He was rocked. But it, it's, it wasn't the same. Oh, yeah, it was a full blast uppercut. Dropped him on his face. At least it's not like boxing where it's automatically a 10-8 for you if you, uh, if you get a knockdown. Um, but I, I would say comfortably 10-9 round one for Tim Johnson. He landed a lot of impactful ground and pound. Um, and Volkov spent basically the second half of the round getting nothing done. So if it was about even from the knockdown, then Johnson you know, sewed it up pretty easily for the rest of the round. 
we're getting a commercial for uh, Derek Lewis versus Shamil Durahimov. If you haven't watched that fight, highly recommend it. It is worse than uh, Lewis uh, Nganu in, in such a different way. It's a, a really terrible fight. I recommend it. <laughs> there we go. Start of round two. I didn't give you the round timer for round one, but I'm at a 455 as I just said that in round two. We're following along. Volkov pressuring again. There's a nice uh, clean straight right that lands. So that's a nice little lead he built for himself in the first 15 seconds. See if he can uh, keep that up. Mouth is hanging open. Might be a little tired. He is a heavyweight. Makes sense. Well, uh, little little steps to close the distance. He's obviously uh, doesn't want to get countered again. Johnson leaves his feet trying to swing those uh, hooks, but he actually lands a, a I don't, you can call it an uppercut. Uh, he lands one of those big shots. So they both landed one big punch so far. Call it even if you'd like. And uh, I think Volkov might have grazed him there. Uh, on that entry, Volkov, uh, Johnson rather missed his counters. Now they're clinched up against the cage. Volkov's going for that same outside trip, finish out the body lock. Gets a rear standing off of it, but Johnson still has his wizard, so he's not going to be able to get behind to his back. It's tough working a wizard when you're shorter than the other guy, but uh, Volkov's making sure to keep head positioning so he's low, so that, that's not really factoring in. Volkov going single again, trying to outside trip off that single, gives up on it. Looks like he wanted to exit the clinch entirely, but uh, Johnson kept him tied up. Now they're both in over-unders. Oh, a nice knee from Johnson. And a little knee back from Volkov. I'd say they're about even right now. Johnson in on a... was a double. Now it's a nothing. <laughs> Looks like he's trying to connect his hands on the single. And Volkov kind of going wide base. They're mostly just working that wizard, and I can't see what he's doing with his other hand. Johnson trying to ankle pick. Oh, it gets the ankle pick off the, uh, the single. And now he's now he's playing ground and pound as Volkov tries to get up. Had the head chancery there for a little bit, but then he just uh, stands up. Johnson uh, working that underhook, putting Volkov against the cage, using his head to press Volkov's head into the cage. That's good stuff. Keeps getting his head lower to stand Volkov up. The taller they are, the easier it's going to be to get to their legs. And the taller they are, the harder it's going to be for them to do much of anything, move you around or have any leverage in the position. So Johnson really just going heavy on that right side under, keeping it tall, uh, flaring his elbow up to, to keep uh, Volkov's arm as high as possible. Vol Volkov <laughs> worked him over on the other side, but I think you know, just being that tall, it's kind of easier to move your man around. Uh, nice shot landed there for Volkov under the arms. I think it's still pretty reasonably in Johnson's uh, favor right now with the round, but it's close enough that some solid offense could get it back. We're even it up. There's a little bit of knee to the leg action from Volkov. Those are pretty light looking. And the ref's going to break him up. So fairly close round so far. Definitely not as huge with the actions as the first round. Swingy, swingy, crazy shots from Johnson. Uh, and he does get the uppercut through at the end, but it wasn't super heavy. But he already had the lead in my mind. So just uh, slightly, slightly furthering that lead. In this round, it's about a minute and 37 left. There's a, I call it an over counter overhand from Johnson. Uh, gets a couple of body shots through. It looks like he, that knee might have gone low, but he did get hit with a knee there. Johnson did. 
Volkov gets a couple of small straights. They're not super solid shots. Uh, eats that intercepting knee, trying to shoot. Now he's on the cage. Volkov slowly working his way back into it. I would say Johnson's still with a little bit of a leap, but it's getting closer to even. But you have to understand that Volkov is so tired that uh, his punches don't have a ton of steam on them anymore. Oh, oh, uppercut right hook uh, lands from Johnson. That was pretty big. So he's he's in the driver's seat again. Yeah, again, it's it's almost entirely about the cumulative impact of the round that you land. So Johnson hitting him harder and more is going to obviously count for a lot. The control positions don't score unless everything is even with those impact and uh, damage criteria, and that's it's not close. So there's a nice intercepting uh, straight left, I believe, uh, off of Volkov's knee attempt. That's what Lewis knocked. That's the same exact situation that Lewis knocked him out, which is pretty funny. Um, still had that problem then, and it, it you know persevered up to the Derek Lewis fight. Uh, Johnson slips that uh, straight from Volkov. Yeah, Johnson's leads are ridiculously bad, but Volkov doesn't really seem to have anything in terms of counter punching off the back foot. That lands a body kick there, but I think it's too late. So I would score that round 10-9 for Tim Johnson as well which already makes this fight a robbery because <laughs> he doesn't win. But let's see if there's an argument for Volkov winning the third round. Because if there isn't, then that's just one of the worst robberies I've ever seen. I did watch some Diego Sanchez fights for, for this series. It was the second episode, I believe. And that was, uh, that was a doozy for sure. The, uh, the Cameron fight and the, uh, the Pearson fight specifically were atrocious. But yeah, we're heading into the third round here of a, a very heavyweight fight. But yeah, it's cool, cool for Tim, Tim Johnson. He gets to fight the big, tall Russian Bellator champion. You know, if people are really looking into it, they'd be like, oh, this guy lost to Tony Johnson in Czech Congo not too long ago, so it's not that inspirational, but <laughs> still, Tim Johnson, a bit of an underdog, just uh, aesthetically. That's the nice way of saying he's fat and ugly. Much respect. Much respect to Tim Johnson. <laughs> so let's see what happens. We're at a 4.52 in this third round. Uh, Volkov lands a couple shots there. Doesn't look like it bothered Johnson too much, but they, they landed a bit. So small lead for Volkov here so far. Yes, <laughs> a really bad kick attempt from Johnson that misses. There's a uh, shifting shifting overhand that lands for Tim Johnson and a pretty nice counter. It's funny. Johnson's a lot more clean on the counter than he is in the lead uh, by a long shot. It's probably what he drilled for this camp. There's a uh, two uppercut lead from Johnson that misses. They're close to even right now. I believe Volkov might have landed like one more shot. Ooh, head kick lands on the arms there, but there was definitely impact on that. Another one lands on the elbow for, for a body kick, and there's a step in knee that John gets a, Johnson gets a counter body lock, tries to drag him down, doesn't have his hips under him, and almost pulls himself to the ground. But those uh, blocked strikes on the arms can sometimes be impactful, and I think those looked like they actually had some impact. And arm kicking uh, is a valid tactic, and you can break down the arms and, and you know opens up the head or opens up the body, what have you. Um, arm kicking counts. So there's a couple. They exchange some knees. Pretty close round. 
even so. I think Volkov has a slight advantage right now. Volkov going to that same outside trip finish that he hit in the first round off the body lock. Doesn't really seem certain of how, how it goes, to be honest with you. I think he's pretty tired as well. So energy, definitely a factor. So he's trying to drag. He drags to rear standing. That's pretty good. Johnson puts his hip against the cage again. Volkov just looking to create separation. Johnson jogs back to center. Adjusts his shorts. Yeah, I, I think uh, the counter punching has been great for Johnson, but when he hangs out on the outside, he also gets kicked, and that is less good for him. <laughs> but his leads are just so disgusting. Oh, there's a two-punch uh, combination from Volkov. Those both land. I saw that. I saw his head move. The vibrations in his skull. There's a uh, check hook that kind of grazes him. Uh, intercepting knee, I believe, lands the body there from Volkov. There's another knee that lands for Volkov. I think Volkov's pretty comfortably ahead in this round so far. At least he doesn't lose all three rounds. Well, maybe he does. We'll see what happens. At least he doesn't lose all three rounds because that would make it an insane robbery. Johnson pummeling. Try to peel that wrist off, going collar, collar and wizard. That's usually how you get off that situation, but now he goes double overhooks, which is not going to allow him to do anything. Yeah, Volkov going double underhooks, trying to hit that outside trip again, but loses the grip. Johnson framing now to create a little bit of space. That loosens up the body lock. Theoretically, it would open up striking opportunities as well, but he's too short. <laughs> There's an uppercut that lands in the break for Johnson, his first... Uh, Real offense of the round, I'd say. Johnson throws a sidekick. That's a bold. About a minute 15 left in the final round. Hilarious uh, one overhand lead from Johnson that misses. Very bad. He threw it hard. Given that, the front kick snaps into Johnson's body. Johnson circled away from that head kick. Did not get hit by that, but it was still pretty pretty goofy. Oh, overhand lands from Johnson. Chases him down. Yeah, if it wasn't for those intercepting knees, he could probably just have done that the entire fight. Just walked him down, thrown overhands. The knees is a very good weapon for Volkov. Yeah, only a little bit of time here. Dan Hardy saying it would be huge for the judges' scorecards if Johnson could take Volkov down at the end of the round. The implication is that takedown score, they do not. You have to do something with a position to score. Positions and takedowns, things like that. Unless the takedown's impactful, it is not a scoring action. And again, watch that video of me explaining the rules. It's in there. Yeah. Johnson got hit with a lot of intercepting knees in this round. If you were being super crazy generous, you could say this round's a 10-8, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Volkov didn't do that much. Um, there's a clear gap where it's like no doubt that Volkov won the third round. But it wasn't like some huge gulf in damage. Um, but yeah, I mean, the first round was kind of close. And then Volkov uh, landed some significant offense, put himself in the lead. Johnson dropped him on his face and then landed a ton of ground and pound for the rest of the round. Clearly won the first round. In the second round, Volkov really didn't do that much at all. And Johnson just uh, pretty cleanly outst outstruck him. So, yeah, I would say that's a pretty clear 29-28 for Johnson. 
let's see what the judges have to say. I'm going to fast forward to the decision. Let's hear this. Twenty-nine, twenty-eight, Volkov. Thirty, twenty-seven, Johnson. That doesn't make sense either. He didn't win that third round. And then twenty-nine, twenty-eight, Volkov. Um, Thirty, twenty-seven, Johnson is actually a comparably bad scorecard to twenty, twenty-nine, twenty-nine, twenty-eight, Volkov. But there really isn't an argument for Volkov winning either of those first two rounds. Uh, so yeah, I would say that's a bad call. Not as funny with the with how bad the call was as I expected, based on the way some people were talking about it. I expected it to be really obvious to the point where it was silly, but that was actually like you had to pay attention and actually score it. So uh, screw you, Ryan, for <laughs> suggesting this at all. And uh, sure, um, you should be happy I didn't make you watch this. So there you go. Uh, that's this episode. Uh, stay tuned for content coming this week as I do the second episode of my Anderson Silva resume review. That should be fun. Okay, bye-bye.